Managing passwords can be a real headache, right? Think about it. Every website requires a new password. Each one needs to be unique, secure, and somehow memorable. But there's a better way. Welcome to the world of 1Password, where your entire company can generate strong, unique passwords, store them securely, and access them across any device without ever needing a reset. Imagine never having to click Forgot Password again. With 1Password's award-winning design, managing passwords becomes a breeze for you and your entire team. It's trusted by millions, including top companies like IBM and Slack. Here's the best part. My listeners can try 1Password for free for two weeks. Right now, get your free trial at onepasswordcom slash ProductiveConvo. Secure your passwords and simplify your online security with 1Password. Are you a small business owner struggling to find the right talent for your team? I've been there, and I know how challenging it can be. That's why I recommend LinkedIn Jobs. It's not just any job board. It's a community where you can find professionals who are the perfect fit for your business, many of whom aren't checking other job sites. In fact, 70% of LinkedIn users aren't visiting other leading job sites, making LinkedIn your best bet for finding top talent. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can post your job and reach qualified candidates quickly. 86% of small businesses find a qualified candidate within 24 hours. And now... You can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash conversation. That's right, for free. Don't miss out on finding top talent. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash conversation today. Terms and conditions apply. Starting an online business or expanding your physical storefront online has never been easier thanks to Shopify. This global commerce platform supports you at every stage of your business journey. From launching your online shop to managing a million orders, Shopify is there to simplify and accelerate your growth. It's not just about selling products. Shopify helps you manage every aspect of your business with their all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system. But that's not all. Shopify helps you convert visitors into customers with the best converting checkout process on the internet, which performs up to 36% better than other platforms. And now, a special offer for my listeners. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash timecrafting, all lowercase. Whether you're just starting out or looking to scale up, Shopify is the perfect partner for your business. Meal planning is important because it prevents us from being a disappointed wreck when dinner time comes around and we have no clue what to make or even if we have the ingredients to make the meal. It's a time and a money saver, but most importantly, it frees up valuable brain space. Creating a meal plan prepares us for the week to come and gives us peace of mind that we're organized and can feed ourselves and our family. That's why I do it, and that's why Plan to Eat helps me do it. Your subscription includes access to the Plan to Eat website and fully featured mobile apps on iOS and Android. And Plan to Eat gives you the tools to clip and organize recipes from any website, the ones your family loves and that fit your dietary preferences and needs. And you can create a meal plan around your schedule. Then what happens is the Plan to Eat software automatically creates an organized shopping list based on your plan. So sign up for your free trial at plantoeat.com slash timecrafting. That's plantoeat.com forward slash timecrafting. The coupon will be automatically applied to your account and can be used when you're ready to subscribe. It's valid for new customers only. Give Plan to Eat a try today. Welcome to the Productivities Podcast. Here's another edition of three more things. I don't have too many more of these left, but I wanted to share this one with you. This is my friend Casey Proctor. He stuck around after our initial discussion, which you can find in the show notes, to talk to me about three more things. So without further ado, 
Let's hear Casey talk about three more things with me on the Productivity Podcast. It's time for three more things with Casey Proctor. Casey, thanks for sticking around to chat about three more things. Thanks, Ben. So this is for all the people in the productivity community. And if you haven't listened to the weekly episode yet, definitely do that. And we're going to refer to something that Casey wrote for the blog. We'll dive in a little bit deeper. Um, and you'll be able to check that out, of course. Uh, that'll be linked to in the show notes. But the first thing I want to talk about is something we alluded to in the in the in the weekly episode was this idea of, of, you know, the vices that we have. And I talked about, you know, the fact that I don't drink anymore and, you know, things that we like boundaries and these, these guardrails that we put in place. But one of the things that I think is interesting is I hadn't talked about that publicly, like at least on the podcast, I've done it in, in talks and I've told people like in one-to-one situations, but I hadn't talked about that publicly until that episode, which, and we've talked, I mean, we're talking like it's been since, so I mean, the, we're in June now, so we're talking like four four months worth. So it's past the 90 day. It's like 120 days in. Um, Derek Sivers has this great talk about like keeping your goals to yourself, which is something that would be, you'd think would be counterintuitive to actually achieving them. Um, what kind of stuff do you keep to yourself when it comes to like the goals or the, or the intentions that you want to make sure you, you bring to light versus the ones that maybe you do need the help of a, of a, of a, of a community, not to say, not, not necessarily a confidant, because I mean, obviously, you know, you and I talked about this, uh, this stuff privately, but I didn't publicly state it or anything like that. Mm-hmm. What, what do you like? What are your thoughts on that? I have some mixed feelings. So, uh, in my job, I work for an author, Jeff Goins, and like we put together product launches and book launches and a lot of, you know, building up anticipation for those types of things requires publicly sharing the process. And Austin Cleon talks about, uh, you know, in his book, Show Your Work, to show your work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and part of that is like showing some of the writing process and stuff. And so I have some mixed feelings on it. However, I mean, there's research and I've experienced this myself where if you share a big goal publicly, you experience some of the euphoria and, you know, sensation you know positive sensations associated with actually accomplishing the goal without doing any work Mm -hmm. and so there's something to be said for keeping some goals close to the vest and so like i've you know shared before publicly about um you know trying to write a book or trying to like build a blog you know an online platform to a certain level or write every day and like by sharing it and having people, you know, if you put it up on Facebook or Instagram and people are you know, giving you the thumbs up and giving you hearts and stuff and be like, yay, me too. Like you experience some of the euphoria of actually completing the goal without doing any of the work. Yeah. And so like for me, it's more of a like know thyself. Like if you know that if you share that in public, you're not actually going to do it, then you need to keep it quiet. You need to keep it to yourself. Um, maybe talk with one other person who can help hold you accountable, be like, cause it's very different to say, I'm going to write every day and then like try to do it by yourself every single day. It's very different for me to say, Hey Mike, I need to write every day. I don't need to publish every day. I don't need to publish. I don't even need to publish any of it, but I need to write 500 words. Can you help hold me accountable? And so that means, you know, maybe not every day, but every couple days, Mike's going to be like, yo dude, you write. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to have to say, yeah, I did. Or no, I didn't. And that accountability factor, either, you know, in a private, privately to one other person, you know, through an app like uh, Streaks or something like that, where you're tracking your progress, or publicly to a small like community of writers, like if you're part of a writer's group of, 
you know, a dozen or so or more people on Facebook where like every day you've got to check in and put how many words you wrote. And like, like if you wrote, you win. Like if you wrote your 500 words, you win. And so um, I've got a bit of a mixed feeling on that, but I think it's a combination of knowing yourself and having that like actual accountability because it's very different to just put it out there and have people praise the aspiration, but have no accountability. Right. Right. And I, and I think that there's a way to kind of temper it too, right? Like you mm-hmm. said, like share with one people or maybe a small group of people as opposed to putting it out there for the whole world to see like a public declaration. Absolutely. Um, this, this lends itself nicely to the idea of diving deeper into intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, it, it, it's it seems to be unconventional you know it seems to be something that you know is not it's becoming more mainstream but it's not necessarily something that people you know aspire to to do or you might get a sideways look by doing it um Mm -hmm. what are some of the things that you encountered when you started fasting like did you a did you share it number one like did you say hey this is what i'm going to do right out of the gate like how did you uh, you know, how did that evolution of you going from someone who didn't fast to someone who is now kind of embraced, I'll use that term, uh, embraced it? Sure, absolutely. Um, so um, when it comes to fitness, I've always been had no problem with exercise. So I can get my, you know, I for years, I'm not lying, but many people can vouch for me. I used to get up at three o'clock in the morning and go to the gym for two hours, and then get on the bus and go to work. Uh, and I did that for years. Um, with kids at home, while getting an MBA, and working a full-time job, and having side clients, like I would get up and say me early, and go to the gym and work out. And I had no problem doing that. So the exercise portion was never a challenge for me. I recognize that's a challenge for other people, and that's what I try to help folks with, with Fit Dad Life. Um, but it's just, it's not something that I struggle with. However, nutrition has always been my kryptonite. Mm-hmm. Um, I like you put pizza in front of me, candy, soda, beer, you know, like you know, a plate of bacon. I'm gonna eat it. Like I, I would never. I would uh, donuts. I would fast food. Like I would never say no because I just I I like food and I like to eat. Um, and so I, like my body was has was in you know, for, for years has been in this constant struggle or battle between, you know, exercising and having a diet that didn't match that. And I forget who the quote is attributed to, but they said, you can't outwork a bad diet. Um, and I'm in my mid thirties now. And that is more and more true when I was, when I was, you know, in college and stuff, my metabolism was off the charts, <laughs> um, you know, so, cause I would still work out, but I could eat anything I wanted and still have six pack abs. So I had no reason, you know, uh, to intrinsically to eat healthy. Um, but as I'm older, that, that has caught up with me. And so with intermittent fasting, like for me, it was a very binary measure to begin a process of eating healthier. So some people like to count calories. Um, that is something I, I intend to start doing next. Mm-hmm. Um, but with intermittent fasting, it's binary. Like you're eating or you're not. And yep. um, there's different methods. There's 16-hour, there, which is what I do. There's 12-hour um, and then like, I'm actually fasting every day. So every day I stop eating by about eight o'clock at night, which means I don't eat until noon the next day. Um, and I'm doing that every day of the week, uh, weekends included. Um, there's other methods of intermittent fasting where you actually do a full 24 hour fast once or twice a week. Um, and so it's a matter of like 
does it work for you? Do you like it? Are you still healthy? It is not for everyone. Um, and there's like, I have, I'll have resources provided, you know, to you then and links and such that people can look into the audit for the audience so they can determine if it is a healthy choice for them. Like, um, it's recommended to go like see a doctor and have had a recent physical before you get serious about intermittent fasting. Um, because it's pretty, it's kind of drastic because you're putting your body into a fasted state each day. Um, and then you're only eating for an eight hour window typically because 16 plus eight is 24. Mm -hmm. Um, math. (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, we love it. Um, there's a couple reasons I like it that have absolutely nothing to do directly with losing weight. Um, I will say that in a combination of intermittent fasting since the second or third week of January uh, to date, um, we're recording this in, uh, earlier in the year. So I've been on uh, intermittent fasting regularly for about four weeks. Uh, in combination with that and a high intensity interval training with weighted jump ropes. So I'm working out for about a half hour a day each weekday doing a weighted jump rope routine. Um, I am down 12 pounds and am starting to see abs again, uh, for the first time in a decade. Um, and meanwhile, I've been working out in the meantime, last year I hit a bench press, uh, PR of 285 pounds. Um, so like I'm, I am strong, but I was not fit. Uh, and that is, you know, my mindset has shifted a bit in that with this year and taking on intermittent fasting. And so the reasons why I like it that have nothing directly to do with losing weight are it makes the mornings very simple Mm -hmm. for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, like breakfast is just not there. So I get that time back. Uh, the other thing is it eliminates decision fatigue. So in the morning, instead of deciding, okay, do I have a bowl of Lucky Charms or a donut or an apple and a banana, I just don't make that decision at all Yeah, because it's just gone. It's just not there. Um, the other thing, uh, so that's the, the mornings. The mornings are just much more simple and I avoid uh, decision fatigue as well. Uh, the thing I like about it in the evenings is because I stop eating by eight o'clock, if I'm staying up late, like reading or, you know, watching a movie with my wife or doing some work, uh, our bodies naturally crave sugar, uh, and junk food late at night. Like it's a biological thing. Like mm-hmm. it's science. It's not like a bad habit or an addiction. It's just our bodies naturally crave sugar. Um, as we're starting to wind down in those later hours. And so uh, because I stop eating at eight, I don't eat any of that junk late at night. So it's not like, oh, I can't like, it's not a decision of, okay, don't have that bag of chips and don't drink that soda. It's, oh, it's past eight o'clock. I don't, I don't eat anything. So like I'll drink water, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, but I just completely avoid it. The other byproduct that I found, which has been good, is I'm actually getting more sleep because, if you know, I've been going to bed instead of you know staying up late and messing around on my phone or social media or whatever, because um, I do have to get up by six thirty each morning to drive my kids to school. Um, <laughs> that's kind of a hard start in the morning. Um, you know, instead of staying up late till midnight or one o'clock, you know, goofing off. Um, cause I'm not productive at those hours, uh, is I'm like, I just go to bed cause like, well, I'm hungry sort of because I'm craving these sugary foods cause I haven't eaten in two hours. I'm just going to go to bed. Mm-hmm. So 
I'm, I'm going to bed at a more reasonable hour, uh, getting more sleep. Uh, I'm not eating junk, you know, eating anything after eight o'clock, which includes junk food. Uh, and my mornings are a lot simpler. So those are just a couple of the things that I have found to be, uh, additional benefits to intermittent fasting beyond, um, you know, the direct, uh, losing weight stuff. That's a lot in that second thing. That's a lot. That's good. It's so good. And and we'll have the links in the show notes that you, the resource that you're going to have put in the show notes here. The, the third thing I want to talk to you about, which is going to be super quick is decision fatigue for couples. Um, there's a post on the productivity website that you can check out where Casey dives into this a little bit deeper, but can you share with me like the one thing that you've, you've, you've tried or that you've done that's kind of helped with that? If, if anything, or the thing that made either that, or what's the one thing that made you realize that, Hey, look, we need to put some kind of, you know, um, matrix or framework or something in place here so that we can, you know, mitigate that. Absolutely. So it's a work in progress. Um, I I think it always, I think it always will be (laughs) (laughs) right. Um, uh, my wife doesn't like making decisions. Um, Mm -hmm. and I am, uh, perhaps overly concerned with her happiness happiness mm-hmm. um that sounds a bit like a humble brag um but like we don't we don't fight and argue a lot about stuff um but one of the things that's equally frustrating for both of us is dinner time because she'll, she'll ask me like what do you want for dinner and i'm thinking you're gonna cook i will eat whatever you make mm-hmm. it could be a peanut butter and jelly sandwich it could be top ramen it could be chicken cordon bleu i don't care like you're you're cooking i will clean i am ha- i am happy like she has in our twelve years, nearly twelve years of marriage, she has made one thing I didn't like. Wow. Uh, and so, like, I am, I am easy to please. Like, I'm just, I'm just happy. But on her side, she's like, no, I'm asking you what you want, and I don't have an opinion. And so, like, we're like nicing each other to death. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but we have this decision fatigue because like she teaches all day. Uh, she's a teacher. Um, I have a full-time job. We have four kids. So we each make a ton of decisions each day. And by the end of the day, when dinner time happens, we, we're just done. Like we don't, we don't want to have that decision. Um, one of the things we've tried in the past that we need that it's just, we've gotten out of the habit of speak, you know, back to the habit thing is setting a weekly menu earlier in the week. So like, Hey, Monday, we're going to have this Tuesday. We're going to have this Wednesday. We're going to order pizza. Thursday, you know, we're all spread out, so it's help yourself to leftovers, etc. So, um, kind of, you know, it's a it's a horizontal theme of dinner because it happens at the same time every day, but it's a vertical theme of planning on a given, like on a Sunday or mm-hmm. on Saturday, where it's like, all right, here's what's going on the next week. Uh, here's what we're gonna eat. Any requests? And I'm like, eh, spaghetti sounds good, or French dip sounds good, or pizza sounds great, but not from Domino's. Um, you know, and so like Domino's being, pizza. Why? Because uh, there's we a had jo- it too much. No, there, there's a joke. It. There's an actual song by Paul and Storm oh. that go Domino. <laughs> it's a jingle. Domino's pizza. When you order the pizza, eat the box because it tastes the same. <laughs> and I'm like, that's harsh. Now that was before that's... Domino's made like huge strides in their recipe stuff. So this we're talking like this is from years ago, but it always <laughs> made me laugh because it's. I'll see if I can find it and share it in the in the show notes because it's be... absolutely like it was the thing that made me like it it it, it drove me to tears. It was so funny. So um, yeah. one thing that just to 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 wrap up is 
Um, if you go to uh, the, this should be up on Medium by the time this episode goes, and I'll link it. Uh, is my wife and I have what we call the effing meeting every every Thursday, and it's it's uh, food, family, and finance. And it the the order of those is interchangeable. Sometimes it's finance first because finance determines what we're doing for food and what we're doing with as a family. Sometimes it's family first because there's some pressing stuff that needs to happen. Then we talk about food, and then like it, it doesn't matter. Those things are interchangeable. But mm-hmm. the nice thing is by having those conversations in like you said like a horizontal theme setting or a, or a regular appointment is that when Ann and I sit down to actually have like just life stuff happen, we're not overly concerned with talking about those things because they're already set. They're already, mm. you know, they're already mapped out. So that way it's not like, okay, what are we having for, like we, we, we can go as far as planning and it doesn't happen very often, but we definitely plan a week's worth of meals in advance. Um, and, and normally one of those days is leftovers or there's a day that's left blank that will either be filled with leftovers or something, you know, that we, but we, the, I would say the majority of the meals get planned because you're right. Decision fatigue shows up and then you're ordering in or you're doing something. Whereas, you know, when you've got tools like the instant pot or, 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 I mean, yesterday, uh, I actually made salmon using the Innova sous vide thing. So I was able to actually like just go i mean i could leave the stove because it's it's you know it's cooking in a in in sous vide style so for 45 minutes i I don't have to watch it and then when i'm done all i have to do is sear it and it's done so the meal is basically taking care of itself we did um i made costco chicken bakes the other day nice and i bought like the the pizza dough from pillsbury which is like there that's already done and then Mm -hmm. The chicken i'm like oh the chicken hasn't been cooked i threw it in the instant pot for 15 minutes on pressure cook and it was done Right. Like, and then you cook it like, so like you can, you don't have to have tools to necessarily help you with that, but there are things like you could slow cook like a a whole week's worth of, you know, multiple meals of chili and then freeze some of it. So it's about once you start doing that stuff consistently. And I think that's the key, right? Like being intentional Mm -hmm. and having a way to like today. I mean, I'm not today. I won't be eating with the family, but there's stuff already ready to go. Like there's options on the, like there are options there that will mm-hmm. requ- not require us to make, you know, decisions. Same thing with, again, so I think that, but the biggest benefit is that it allows my wife and I to actually sit down when we have time to sit down and be like just together that we're not going, okay, so what's going on this week? Like we're not doing that. We actually can have like date time together as opposed to, you know, constantly, you know, household management time. Right. Yeah. So, no, I think that's, I love that because it, you know, it accomplishes the goal of eliminating decision fatigue. Mm-hmm. And then when you do have time together to just be as a couple, you're not taking care of administrative stuff because um, that's already been handled. So I love that. Yeah. That's great. Uh, Casey, where can people find you online other than obviously checking out the stuff that you've done here at Productivityist and obviously the podcast episode you were on? Awesome. So they can find me at fitdadlife.com and on Twitter at Casey Proctor. Awesome. Casey, thanks for sticking around and talking about three more things. Thank you, Mike. Take care, man.